Matthew Henry's Commentary on the Whole Bible Exodus 39 This chapter gives us an account of the finishing of the work of the tabernacle. 1. The last things prepared were the holy garments. The ephod in its curious girdle, verses 1-5. The onyx stones for the shoulders, verses 6 and 7. The breastplate with the precious stones in it, verses 8 to 21. The robe of the ephod, verses 22 to 26. The coats, bonnets, and breeches for the inferior priests, verses 27 to 29. And the plate of the holy crown, verses 30 and 31. 2. A summary account of the whole work, as it was presented to Moses when it was all finished, verse 32, etc. The tabernacle and its furniture, 1491 BC. One end of the blue and purple and scarlet, they made cloths of service, to do service in the holy place, and made the holy garments for Aaron, as the Lord commanded Moses. Two and he made the ephod of gold, blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen. Three and they did beat the gold into thin plates and cut it into wires, to work it in the blue and in the purple and in the scarlet and in the fine linen, with cunning work. For they made shoulder pieces for it, to couple it together by the two edges was it coupled together. 5 And the curious girdle of his ephod, that was upon it, was of the same, according to the work thereof, of gold, blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine twine linen, as the Lord commanded Moses. 6 And they wrought onyx stones enclosed in ouches of gold, graven, as signets are graven, with the names of the children of Israel. 7 And he put them on the shoulders of the ephod, that they should be stones for a memorial to the children of Israel, as the Lord commanded Moses. 8 And he made the breastplate of cunning work, like the work of the ephod, of gold, blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine twined linen. 9 It was foursquare, they made the breastplate double, a span was the length thereof, and a span the breadth thereof, being doubled. 10 And they set in it four rows of stones, the first row was a sardius, a topaz, and a carbuncle, this was the first row. 11 and the second row, an emerald, a sapphire, and a diamond. 12 and the third row, a ligure, an agate, and an amethyst. 13 and the fourth row, a barrel, an onyx, and a jasper, they were enclosed in ouches of gold in their enclosings. 14 and the stones were according to the names of the children of Israel, 12, according to their names, like the engravings of a signet, every one with his name, according to the twelve tribes. 15 And they made upon the breastplate chains at the ends, of wreathen work of pure gold. 16 And they made two ouches of gold, and two gold rings, and put the two rings in the two ends of the breastplate. 17 And they put the two wreathen chains of gold and the two rings on the ends of the breastplate. 18 And the two ends of the two wreathen chains they fastened in the two ouches, and put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod, before it. 19 And they made two rings of gold, and put them on the two ends of the breastplate, upon the border of it, which was on the side of the ephod inward. 20 And they made two other golden rings, and put them on the two sides of the ephod underneath, toward the forepart of it, over against the other coupling thereof, above the curious girdle of the ephod. 21 And they did bind the breastplate by his rings unto the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue, that it might be above the curious girdle of the ephod, and that the breastplate might not be loosed from the ephod, as the Lord commanded Moses. 22 And he made the robe of the ephod of woven work, all of blue. 23 And there was an hole in the midst of the robe, 
as the whole of an habergeon, with a band round about the whole, that it should not rend. 24 And they made upon the hams of the robe pomegranates of blue, and purple, and scarlet, and twine linen. 25 And they made bells of pure gold, and put the bells between the pomegranates upon the hem of the robe, round about between the pomegranates, 26 A bell, and a pomegranate, a bell, and a pomegranate, round about the hem of the robe to minister in, as the Lord commanded Moses. 27 And they made coats of fine linen of woven, woven work for Aaron, and for his sons, 28 And a mitre of fine linen, and goodly bonnets of fine linen, and linen breeches of fine twine linen, 29 And a girdle of fine twine linen, and blue, and purple, and scarlet, of needlework, as the Lord commanded Moses. 30 And they made the plate of the holy crown of pure gold, and wrote upon it a writing, like to the engravings of a signet, Holiness to the Lord. 31 And they tied unto it a lace of blue, to fasten it on high upon the mitre, as the Lord commanded Moses. In this account of the making of the priest's garments, according to the instructions given, chapter 28, we may observe, 1. That the priest's garments are called here clothes of service, verse 1. Note, those that wear robes of honor must look upon them as clothes of service, for from those upon whom honor is put service is expected. It is said of those that are arrayed in white robes that they are before the throne of God, and serve Him day and night in His temple, Revelation 7 verses 13 and 15. Holy garments were not made for men to sleep in, or to strut in, but to do service in, and then they are indeed for glory and beauty. The Son of Man Himself came not to be ministered unto, but to minister. 2. That all the six paragraphs here, which give a distinct account of the making of these holy garments, conclude with those words, as the Lord commanded Moses, verses 5, 7, 21, 26, 29, and 31. The like is not in any of the foregoing accounts, as if in these, more than any other of the appurtenances of the tabernacle, they had a particular regard to the divine appointment, both for warrant and for direction. It is an intimation to all the Lord's ministers to make the word of God their rule in all their ministrations, and to act in observance of and obedience to the command of God. 3. That these garments, in conformity to the rest of the furniture of the tabernacle, were very rich and splendid, the church in its infancy was thus taught, thus pleased, with the rudiments of this world, but now under the gospel, which is the ministration of the Spirit, to affect and impose such pompous habits as the Church of Rome does, under pretense of decency and instruction, is to betray the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and to entangle the Church again in the bondage of those carnal ordinances which were imposed only till the time of Reformation. 4. That they were all shadows of good things to come, but the substance is Christ, and the grace of the gospel, when therefore the substance has come, it is a jest to be fond of the shadow. 1. Christ is our great high priest, when he undertook the work of our redemption, he put on the clothes of service he arrayed himself with the gifts and graces of the Spirit, which he received not by measure girded himself with the curious girdle of resolution, to go through with his undertaking charged himself with the curious girdle of resolution, to go through with his undertaking charged himself with all God's spiritual Israel, bore them on his shoulders, carried them in his bosom, laid them near his heart, engraved them on the palms of his hands, and presented them in the breastplate of judgment unto his Father. And, lastly, he crowned, crowned himself with holiness to the Lord, consecrating his whole undertaking to the honor of his Father's holiness, now consider how great this man is. 2. True believers are spiritual priests. 
The clean linen with which all their clothes of service must be made is the righteousness of saints, Revelation 19 verse 8, and holiness to the Lord must be so written upon their foreheads that all who converse with them may see and say that they bear the image of God's holiness and are devoted to the praise of it. The tabernacle completed, 1491 B.C. 32 Thus was all the work of the tabernacle of the tent of the congregation finished, and the children of Israel did according to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so did they. 33 And they brought the tabernacle unto Moses, the tent, and all his furniture, his tatches, his boards, his bars, and his pillars, and his sockets, 34 And the covering of ram's skins dyed red, and the covering of badger's skins, and the veil of the covering, 35 The ark of the testimony, and the staves thereof, and the mercy seat, 36 The table, and all the vessels thereof, and the showbread, 37 The pure candlestick, with the lamps thereof, even with the lamps to be set in order, and all the vessels thereof, and the oil for light, 38, and the golden altar, and the anointing oil, and the sweet incense, and the hanging for the tabernacle door, 39, the brazen altar, and his grate of brass, his staves, and all his vessels, the laver, and his foot, 40, the hangings of the court, his pillars. 42, according to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so the children of Israel made all the work. 43, and Moses did look upon all the work, and, behold, they had done it as the Lord had commanded, even so had they done it, and Moses blessed them. Observe here, 1. The builders of the tabernacle made very good dispatch. It was not much more than five months from the beginning to the finishing of it. Though there was a great deal of fine work about it, such as is usually the work of time, embroidering and engraving, not only in gold, but in precious stones, yet they went through with it in a little time. Church work is usually slow work, but they made quick work of this, and yet did it with the greatest exactness imaginable. For 1. Many hands were employed, all unanimous, and not striving with each other. This expedited the business, and made it easy. 2. The workmen were taught of God, and so were kept from making blunders, which would have retarded them. 3. The people were hardy and zealous in the work, and impatient till it was finished. God had prepared their hearts, and then the thing was done suddenly, 2 Chronicles 29 verse 36. Resolution and industry, and a cheerful application of mind, will by the grace of God, bring a great deal of good work to pass in a little time, in less than one would expect. 2. They punctually observed their orders, and did not in the least vary from them. They did it according to all that the Lord commanded Moses, verses 32 and 42. Note, God's work must be done, in everything, according to His own will. His institutions neither need nor admit men's inventions to make them either more beautiful or more likely to answer the intention of them. Add thou not unto His words. God is pleased with willing worship, but not with will worship. 3. They brought all their work to Moses, and submitted it to His inspection and censure. Verse 33. He knew what He had ordered them to make and now the particulars were called over, and all produced, that Moses might see both that they had made all, omitting nothing, and that they had made all according to the instructions given them, and that, if they had made a mistake in anything, it might be forthwith rectified. Thus they showed respect to Moses, who was set over them in the Lord, not objecting that Moses did not understand such work, and therefore that there was no reason for submitting it to his judgment.
No, that God who gave them so much knowledge as to do the work gave them also so much humility as to be willing to have it examined and compared with the model. Moses was in authority, and they would pay a deference to his place. The spirit of the prophets is subject to the prophets. And besides, though they knew how to do the work better than Moses, Moses had a better and more exact idea of the model than they had, and therefore they could not be well pleased with their own work, unless they had his approbation. Thus in all the services of religion we should labor to be accepted of the Lord. For Moses, upon search, found all done according to the rule, verse 43. Moses, both for their satisfaction and for his own, did look upon all the work, piece by piece, and behold they had done it according to the pattern shown him, for the same being that showed him the pattern guided their hand in the work. All the copies of God's grace exactly agree with the original of his counsels, what God works in us, and by us, is the fulfilling of the good pleasure of his own goodness, and when the mystery of God shall be finished, and all his performances come to be compared with his purposes, it will appear that behold all is done according to the counsel of his own will, not one iota or tittle of which shall fall to the ground, or be varied from. 5. Moses blessed them. 1. He commended them, and signified his approbation of all they had done. He did not find fault where there was none, as some do, who think they disparage their own judgment if they do not find something amiss in the best and most accomplished performance. In all this work it is probable there might have been found here, and there a stitch amiss, and a stroke awry, which would have served for an overcurious and censorious critic to animadvert upon, but Moses was too candid to notice small faults where there were no great ones. Note, all governors must be a praise to those that do well, as well as a terror to evildoers. Why should any take a pride in being hard to be pleased? 2. He not only praised them, but prayed for them. He blessed them as one having authority, for the less is blessed of the better. We read not of any wages that Moses paid them for their work, but this blessing he gave them. For, though ordinarily the laborer be worthy of his hire, yet in this case, one. They wrought for themselves. The honor and comfort of God's tabernacle among them would be recompense enough. If thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself. 2. They had their meat from heaven on free cost, for themselves, and their families, and their raiment waxed not old upon them, so that they neither needed wages nor had reason to expect any. Freely you have received, freely give. The obligations we lie under, both in duty and interest, to serve God, should be sufficient to quicken us to our work, though we had not a reward in prospect. But 3. This blessing, in the name of the Lord, was wages enough for all their work. Those whom God employs he will bless, and those whom he blesses are blessed indeed. The blessing he commands is life forevermore.